Good morning. It is December 6, 2003, and this is episode 7 of the Paul Green Comedy Podcast. everybody. Seven episodes in, I am on a record of exactly seven days. So, I have been thinking a lot about uh, somebody who was incredibly influential in my journey as a comedian and as a dreamer in general. And that person is the wonderful Elizabeth Pitt. Uh, so I met Elizabeth. She was my vice president when I worked at a company called Infusionsoft here in Chandler. And she paid, played a pivotal role in me moving out to Los Angeles to pursue acting, pursue the comedy dream back in 2014. And one of the things that she said to me that I'll never forget. So to back up, I'm working at the software company. I'm a new employee. They had in their employee at the time, a gentleman named Dan Ralphs, also incredibly influential, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. So I'm working for this company and Dan Ralphs, was their full-time dream manager. That was an actual position, and it was his job to help the employees identify and achieve their dreams. And just a really cool, progressive, you know, modern software company type idea. And so I started working with Dan in the fall of 2014 when I started, or in the winter of 2014 when I started working for the company. And in early 2015, I had determined that, you know, what I really want the dream that I want, I think is probably a similar dream to any comedian or actor or performer, which was to move to Hollywood and see if I can find some success there, elbow my way into the highly competitive industry and make a mark and find some success and get a big break and have those experiences. So as I was working with Dan, a thought emerged, which was, well, if I'm going to move to LA, I would like to have a job there. I'm not quite ambitious enough to just quit everything and go live in my car. I know that's some people's stories and kudos to them, but that's not exactly where I was uh, where I was at at that time. And so what I thought would be cool is if I could actually work remotely for that software company. The job I was doing, I felt I could easily do remote from home. No one else in the department was working remote. They didn't have a remote department or uh, position available for any uh, any of their positions. But I'm just thinking, oh, that would be really cool. And so I started raising that option up the flagpole, up through management. And come to find out, it had landed in the email inbox of Elizabeth Pitt, who, again, is the vice president of this huge software company. And I never in a million years thought that someone with her position would take any concern or consideration for some lowly employee who's only been with the company for six months or so at the time. But 
she did. I got an email from her one day out of the blue just saying, hey, I'm, you know, the vice president here and we got your request to work remotely. I just want you to know that we think that is a great idea and we really need to start thinking outside of the box to be competitive in today's job market. And I can't promise you anything, but I just want to let you know that we are working on it and looking at it. So fast forward a couple months later, they approved me. They approved me to work remotely so that I could move to Los Angeles. So not only am I becoming a remote employee, I'm leaving the state. <laughs> I'm not just working from home, I'm moving states. And Elizabeth and I had a conversation once at my desk, and I'm going to have to paraphrase it. It was a long time ago, but she expressed something because I, I, was, I was so blown away at how well everything had turned out that this incredible opportunity had opened up to me and all of these moving pieces had aligned to allow me to do this. And Elizabeth says to me, she goes, you know, we spend so much time worrying and preparing for the worst case scenario that we hardly spend any time wondering what it would be like if things actually turned out better than we expected. I don't know, that just hit me because I just reviewed my whole life <laughs> after she had said that of how I have spent pretty much my entire life always expecting the worst thing to happen and always preparing for the worst thing to happen and, and never really actually expecting things to go well little yet better than expected. And so this concept of things turning out better than expected became somewhat of a mantra for me moving forward, which is, all right, I still have these dreams and ambitions. I'm still going for these big goals, these big opportunities. I'm still seeking to expand the experiences that I'm having. And man, it's so easy to get into a well, what if it all crashes and burns? What if I lose all my money? What if I can't make ends meet? What if I have to quit? What if blah, 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 blah. I mean, there's just an endless number of potential things that could go wrong. But instead of dwelling in that energy and dwelling in that space, why not dwell in the space of, well, how could this actually work out? And not only could it work out, how could it work out better than I had anticipated and more miraculous than I had, had anticipated and more, uh, more positive, more synchronistic, more um, out of the blue? I mean, I don't know. There, there's just a powerful energy I've found and motivation to focus on how could things turn out better than expected. And... That's the energy I've put myself back into because it is really easy to go into, well, what if things go wrong? Because as we all know, things do go wrong and things don't go as planned or as anticipated and there are always setbacks and negative experiences. But just because those happened I doesn't mean that we now need to live in that energy of, well, everything's going to crash and burn. And so why even try? Might as well just give up. So that's what I've been thinking about today is 
how can this dream of mine turn out better than expected? Both in the short term and the long term. You know, what what is the next thing that I'm focusing on and that I would like to see happen? And how can that turn out better than expected? And from there, um, just expanding beyond that. So that's my that's my thoughts for today, my my lovely friends out there, all of you dreamers, you artists, you creatives, uh, whatever it is you're going for in life, whatever your dreams are, whatever your ambitions are, maybe try to uh, put yourself in a mindset of what would it feel like if this actually turned out better than uh, better than I expected? What does that feel like? What does that look like? What am I experiencing when I start to realize these dreams and they're becoming my reality and they're turning out better than I had even expected. So let's all, uh, let's all go get those dreams. My friends, let's live beautiful, fulfilling lives, encourage and uplift and inspire those around us while we do it. And let's see if we can get some better than expected outcomes. All right. I love you all. Thank you for listening. This has been episode seven, December 6th, 2023 of the Paul Green Comedy Podcast.